I'm very turned on by the idea of working out my pussy, having the strongest pussy that's able to do all kinds of things. Oh, she should move to Thailand. And the idea of someone telling me to work it out and make my pussy strong and tight and wet for them. I do these kinds of exercises all the time and fantasize about someone telling me to do them and making me and enjoying it afterwards. Is this a kink? This sounds like a cam girl trying to get men to direct message her so she can tell them what show to go watch. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a podcast about sex that occasionally wades into how it affects relationships. I am Keith. My co-host is the unparalleled Mike. You there, Mike? I'm here. Okay. Hi. Hi. Uh, We've done a couple of interview episodes in a row, so today it's just going to be the YMV OGs, and we have <laughs> we have a lot of topics to cover. But before we dive in, just a reminder that we appreciate ratings and reviews on whatever podcasting platform you use, and go ahead and tell a friend or lover about the secret perverted podcast you listen to, and then you'll be liberated to have your own interesting conversations about the mechanics of squirting or the intensity of orgasms. We also enjoy hearing feedback. We pay $15 to anyone who sends us a few thoughts on the show to uh, ymmvpod at gmail.com. Okay, Mike, time to start the show. Do you have a porn clip for us to watch? Yeah, I have a couple. They're a little different, so I think we should watch one. We can have a little discussion about it, then watch the second one. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, They're both both entertaining, and the second one in particular, I think, could could provide us with some uh, future uh, episodes worth of entertainment, too. Okay. Shall we? Okay. So we're going to do the red gifts one first here. Yeah. And as usual, we'll put these in the show notes so people can uh, follow along. Okay. All right. I'm going to start in three, two, one, starting. So it's the backside of a woman who's naked. She's up and down on a dildo. She's rubbing her butt with her finger and oh, Oh. she slipped her pinky in her butt and she's doing something with it and still riding up and down and it looped there. And the thing that I thought was interesting about this, I mean, she does have a pretty long fingernail on her pinky. She does. So it seemed dangerous. But uh, the thing that I found interesting about this one was like, is that is that a self-pinky in the butt, a thing that you've ever seen a woman do or something you think what a woman would find compelling? Um, in real life, no. But... In porn, I've seen this kind of thing before. I don't know. Feels a little bit performative here. I, I, I am noticing that her her asshole's a little bit dilated. Is it not? Let me check. Uh, well, you're <laughs> yeah, you're basically saying you think this isn't scene one. This is like scene correct, three. correct, correct. Could be. Maybe this is like a um, cam girl. It's actually yeah. When you look at like she's in a hotel room, obviously. Yeah. I didn't even look at the surroundings there, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So maybe this is something she's been doing repeatedly here. That dildo looks is long. It, it, it's shiny. It does. It's yeah. Oh, it's, it's long and girthy, but it's also it looks fairly realistic. Yeah, and I'm sure it's shiny because it's been lubricated, right? Yeah, by herself. Yeah. Well, no, it's lubricated like kind of evenly from top to bottom. So I'm guessing she, when you say by herself, do you mean by her natural lubrication or by? That is what I'm I meant. Guessing. But now that you mention it, it feels, yeah, she may have, she may have prepared this, uh, this yes. item. So yeah, does this, <laughs> does this amp some sort of pleasure for her? Is that, is that your question? You're wondering if inserting a pinky into her own anus while she's 
Well, fucking yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, right. I mean, it could like sort of make it tighter. It could, uh, I mean, probably this is just to, uh, to, uh, for the audience, for the, the crowd, a crowd pleaser. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just didn't like, it's, it's such a, like, I can't, okay. I find it hard to imagine that a substantial percentage of women do this if they're by themselves without a camera. I think this is completely performative. Uh, you know, look, as a Bayesian, I, I would say, yeah, my, my prior is like 90%. This is performative. Okay. She's getting nothing out of it. And she's just like, oh, if I, maybe she, yeah, she wanted, she's just like in the middle of masturbating and realized she wasn't sure if she needed to poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, it's not that. It's not she's that. She's pushing it back in. Yeah. 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 But there is like some theoretical thing where like it would be increasing the the tightness or something. I mean, I could at least imagine that. And you see guys sometimes, well, it's guys saying, oh, hey, here's a way to make it tighter. But on Reddit, guys will say, hey, here's a good trick. You sort of, if you, if you put more stuff in her pelvis, then the vagina gets tighter. Yeah. yeah. I've had, I've had sex with women who like having a finger inserted a little bit. Uh, like this woman's doing. Yeah, I guess, but. I guess, <laughs> thinking back, uh, this person liked an index finger or a middle finger inserted, like that she's getting up to her third knuckle here. Yeah. And this person didn't want that. She just wanted, you know, a little bit. Do you, did you ever like get to the bottom of what the rationale was for that? It was just purely like, I like feeling... Some something you know, we didn't get close enough to have those kinds of conversations. Okay, and was it ever her that did that, or was it always you? It was always me. So how did she sh- like without a? Okay, so it was nonverbal. Mm-hmm. How did she nonverbally convince <laughs> you that this is what she wanted? This is an excellent question. Uh, let me let me think back. Uh, I think I think what happens is okay. So my hands are on her ass and. You know, you, you you sort of in in the course of of moving them around and and doing your your normal fondling every once in a while you, you sort of get like a little bit closer and it's not like she says hotter hotter colder but <laughs> she can sort of lean in or moan or or angle herself to sort of encourage movement toward a certain epicenter and I think I think that's how it was done it wasn't it wasn't spoken but you can sort of you can sort of get the, get the idea. Uh, so she would, so, so she was more excited as you got closer to that area with your hands. Correct. But that's interesting because you don't, okay. So you don't actually know in that situation if she was doing that because she thought that's what you wanted or because it actually enhanced her experience. It seemed to enhance her experience. Hmm. That's always the, uh, yeah, I know. I mean, your, your thesis is that nobody has ever, (laughs) <laughs> nobody's ever enjoyed having sex with me and everything is performative. Oh, no, 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 no. My no, thesis no. is that 1,000% of the time, everyone I've ever had sex with, I'm the best partner they've ever had. So the reality is somewhere in between those two things. Right. And no, no, it's, it's not that I think they never have enjoy it with you. It's that I think that uh, there are a lot, I think that, and I, I, yeah, I wasn't specifically thinking about you at all. It's I think that generally, I think that women enjoy it less than men hope they do, just in general. Sure. Sure. Yeah. The the idea is they might do something that is neutral or maybe a little bit bad to them if they think that's what their partner wants. Right. And so like she might, for instance, have had a previous partner or something who really, really enjoyed doing that to her and it doesn't really matter to her. And so she's like, okay, well, you know, yeah. he's going to really like this. Um, yeah. This person was pretty loud and she got materially louder 
um, after a finger was inserted a little bit. Hmm. I'm always, as you know, suspicious of loudness though. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's such an I, easy I, thing to simulate. Even saying it, you know, like I'm, I'm gaslighting myself into Yikes. wondering about the whole thing. This is actually a great lead into our second video. Okay, okay. Hold on. Um, I'll this one up. This yeah, girl post... from the first video is quite attractive, by the way. Agreed. Agreed. So well worth the click uh, to our listeners. Um, the second one uh, is a, an actual video. It's not a GIF. And so people will need to know that they need to advance to six minutes and 30 seconds into the video, 630. I like the first this frame that this, that, this locks, that this opens on. On mine, it's like a... It's like an in motion frame. It's like one of those old baseball cards where it's like the person's actually swinging. Uh, not for you. No, for me, it's just she's pulling apart her labia, and all right, yeah, I can like it's a good anatomical image. Okay, all right, six six thirty five is the timestamp I'm supposed to be going six, to here. I'm at six thirty. Six thirty. Okay. All right, let me go to six thirty. Right. Yeah, okay. so we can watch it, and I mean, I'm we gonna, don't have to watch. I'll, it all I'll the way tell you when there. I. I'll tell you when I'm starting. I'm going to start in three, two, one, now. So it's a woman masturbating, uh, just this traditional way with her fingers on the top, rubbing her clit, nothing internal. Here she goes. She's rubbing and rubbing. There are a lot of moaning sounds. Uh, pretty kind of gynecological view here. Uh, you can't even see her face, to be honest. Um, yeah, just, just a bit of neck. Yeah. She's rubbing and rubbing. This is taking a while. What is going to happen here? I, the... the... She's going to announce something soon, but uh, maybe 6.30 was a little bit too... Oh, here we go. She says, I'm coming, and then watch. Two, three contractions, four of her anus, five. Yeah. Six contractions of her anus, seven, yeah. eight. And the eighth one sort of stayed contracted. Oh, there's a ninth. And now she's sort of pulling upward on the clit. Yeah. Good. And there's a 10, maybe 11. She's still moaning. Okay. 12, 13 contractions, 14. Okay. So no, I think it's worth watching that entire clip. It's about a minute from uh, yeah. end to end. Now we're about 7.30 in the video and she's now kind of stopped touching herself and she's finished. Now- um, yeah, She pulsed the, one more time there, I think. Yeah. The name of this one is Real Orgasm Contractions in Dorm Room. Okay. Now, I am going to take the position that this is a fake orgasm. Okay. What do you think? You want me to, to, to substantiate that or do you want to respond <sighs> first? Okay. Let me- let me try to say what I think your argument is going to be. <laughs> Constructing a straw man. Go for this it. Is, this is so surgically precise. And the label of the video is su yeah, such that it, you think what, what happens here is what she thinks men want to see. And what happens is, yeah, I mean, it looks like... <laughs> I don't have a vagina, so I can't like pull in in that way. But if I like clench my sphincter, I think I could imagine having contractions like this, uh, faking contractions like this. Yeah, I mean, well, f I mean, first of all, at about the rate that she is, right? Like, I think I think orgasm contractions are more rapid than this. I looked that up, and they. Uh, according to, I think it's Masters and Johnson, they start out at 0.4 of a second apart, and then they slow down. And I don't think she ever achieves something that rapid, to be honest. No, that frequency is not achieved. 
Right. It would be hard. It's sort of harder to do that uh, voluntarily. So that that's a a, a a sign in my view. She also um, the, okay. We talked about this last episode uh, with Ali. Um, she announces. <laughs> She announces that she's going to come. She's like, I'm going to come or something like that. To an empty and that room. to me, yeah, to, well, a cameraman, maybe it's just a camera setup. Oh, on the no, I think this is a camera setup. Yeah. And so that to me makes me suspicious. The number of contractions seems high to me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, what's that, what's that subreddit changed my view? I, I think- I think this is fake. Yeah. I don't know, but it's really, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, let me give the the flip side. Like I, part of the reason I wanted to, to talk about it is like, I thought it was, if it's a fake, it's pretty good. Like I think that, so point being that I'm not sure, like I'm sort of 70% sure here. I'm not mm. 99% sure at all. Mm. Like I think that, because for example, like the cadence of them slows down, like the first ones are closer together than the remainder, remainder. And like, ah, like it's, yeah, I mean, it just shows you that even even as a man who quote unquote really knows what it looks like like i'm i'm not sure you could be sure like that a woman could simulate i think uh, effectively why would she fake like this person seems fairly sexually liberated she doesn't mind putting a webcam 9 inches away from her labia and posting it to the internet so this doesn't seem like a person that is particularly sexually repressed. And so if she can orgasm, why not actually orgasm? Yeah, no, it's a good question. And that, I mean, that's, you're, you're basically arguing motive here. And mm -hmm. uh, that's exactly um, right. means motive, opportunity and so forth. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. And I mean, like you'd say, like if I were making a video, well, as a man, you'd have no choice. Uh, God bless those men who, by the way, post themselves ejaculating on Gone wild tube on Reddit. Uh, no, nobody, nobody wants to see that, guys. <laughs> but they do. Um, from trying. No, they. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, this is the flip side of why are you doing that? But yeah, I mean, like, like, right? Why would she fake? And that actually, yeah, that's part of the thirty percent why I think it might be real. Is just like, why would you do that? Um, but I mean, like, yeah, I mean, maybe camera shy. Maybe like she has. She's like doing a cam show, and like she needs to please her audience. Well, or maybe, you know, her idea for this particular piece of web content was I'm going to <laughs> show contractions. And so, you know, she's really hamming it up for the camera. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it also could just be like- Maybe both. Yeah. Maybe she had an orgasm, but it was way, it was subtle. And then at the end, she's sort of, you know- I thought about that. And the reason why I'm skeptical about that is the announcement. I just don't- I mean, have you, you've never been with a woman who announced like that. Allie never announced. Uh, well, Eric had never been with a woman who announced. She knows she's on camera. Yeah. So yeah, but dude, like. It's possible that she's, it's possible that she's both embellishing and actually going through something. It's. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how to get yeah. to the bottom of this. I don't know if we could find her on Twitter and, you know, invite her on the show or, how, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's almost certainly going to be difficult, but uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, like it makes it's just. I saw that because I was, I, I was obviously searching for a real one on Pornhub, and I thought to myself, like, I was like, I wonder if I've never seen a real female orgasm on porn. That's what it made me think. Because I was like, this is so convincing that maybe it is real, but let's say it's not. Then I was like, well, maybe they're all fake on porn, uh, in in porns. Oh, well, that's interesting. 
Gosh. Yeah. I have no idea. Look, obviously some large percentage of them are. I don't know if it's 90 or 60 or 40. If if you were with a woman and let's say she required external stimulation like this to get off and so you're like, okay, and you were doing whatever. Sure. And you were doing whatever external stimulation, this would have fooled you, right? Oh, sure. If it's if it's fake, yeah, I, I think it would. I mean, I think I'm not the, down there. I'm not down there with like a GoPro HD or whatever she has here. You know, carefully studying the period between, um, between contractions. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know, I'm I'm in the moment too. Like you know, maybe I've had a drink or two. You know, it's just you know I'm right. not nearly as. I don't have my monocle on, and you know, carefully examining the evidence without. I, I will without say bias. this though. So I. Uh, I searched a number of these, last point on this for me, I searched a number of these on Pornhub and I was surprised at how many quote unquote real female orgasm videos there are where they have this sort of gynecological view where they don't have any contractions. And you're like, look, then it's like, come on, you're not, I mean, it just doesn't feel like they're even trying. It's like, at least this woman, God bless her for like putting in the effort to like make it look real if it's not. So Yeah. 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 I mean, (laughs) people argue that Contraction intensity massively varies. Sure, but I, well, okay, fine. I mean, I, I I saw a number where there was just, I mean, I yeah, they would have to very It's it's the, the baseline assumption has to be no. Yes. Yes. So exactly. all right. Well, I've been staring in, deep into this woman's vagina for the last X minutes. I'm going to close that window. Um, okay. Should we talk about this sexomnia? Yes. Okay. So this person says, she writes into Reddit, I need help with my boyfriend's sexomnia. Uh, She says, okay, partial story time slash advice needed. So last night, my boyfriend of about a month was staying over. We were both laying in bed spooning. He was asleep and I was on my phone. All of a sudden, he grabbed me by my hips and started pulling me closer almost forcibly. I was definitely caught off guard, but I was okay with it because I was feeling kind of horny anyway. He proceeded to finger me, and then he started taking off his pants. He climbed on top of me, and we started having sex as usual. But something was off. He seemed more assertive than he regularly regularly is. I like it pretty rough, so I was down for it, but I could tell that his demeanor was off. He was definitely super turned on, and he was moaning and grunting a lot. We ended up only having sex for about two minutes before he climaxed, and then he got up without a noise and came back with a towel, laid down, and said, Sorry, baby. I said, No, I'm okay. That was nice. He smiled, and we fell back asleep. I didn't really think much of it, even though I knew it was a little different than sex we usually have. All right. So we're, everything's so far so good. Although there's, there's a couple pieces of foreshadowing embedded in there. Yeah. Then this morning, after we woke up and were talking, he said to me, oh, hey, I forgot to tell you this, but I need you to know something. I was nervous, but I said, OK, what's up? He basically said that he has a condition where he has sex during his sleep. And sometimes he's aware of it and other times he's not. I was admittedly surprised. I never heard of this before. I'd asked him if it had happened last night, and he said yes. How would he know that? He told me that he was unaware until he finished that it. Oh, until he finished that it was real or not, and not just a dream. I was definitely concerned, but he assured me that it was okay, and that he didn't want me to be scared. He just wanted me to be be aware. What aware that he's gonna. Okay. I asked if I should stop him during or anything like that. And he said, only if I'm uncomfortable or not enjoying it. I said, okay. And he seemed more relieved. This is, this is not a thing. After he left for work, I looked it up online to find out more about it. Indeed, his exact characteristics during sex last night matched the characteristics of someone experiencing sexsomnia. 
He was assertive and a glazed over look in his eye, engaged in varying sexual acts, etc. I was wondering, do any of you have sexomnia and is it something you struggle with? How do you and your partners deal with it? Any input will help. What was the thing that you said was not a thing? Well, that he doesn't know until he climaxes. That's awfully convenient. <laughs> right. It's uh, shades of shades of uh, date rape or some kind of. Uh, well, it's like there. he wants this like carte blanche to do whatever he wants. And then right after the moment of it doesn't matter anymore. He's like, oh, 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 oh sorry, sorry, sorry. It's well, I mean, like, one. like one of the things that that makes me think right off the bat is like, is okay. Let's say that you take this. You, I know you're skeptical about what, and I am too, about whether this is like really possible. I mean, I, I think initiating in a dream or something is possible. I think once he's actually climbing on top of her, it starts to become a little unbelievable. But okay, but let's say you believe it. Um, then I start thinking, well, is she doing something wrong? Like, let's say, that, I mean, for, just as a really simple example, let's say she wasn't on birth control. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like, is is she okay? She's having sex with an unconscious person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, is that okay? Yeah. Like, I mean, should, he, should he she should not, she tell him to stop? Should she wake him up? He is not I mean, explicitly given consent. Right. Well, I mean, in, in, in fact, like, he is explicitly not given consent. Right. Right. So it's like, I mean, it's just interesting. It's like, it's like the, I think the natural assumption of, of course, the natural assumption here that a listener would say is, wait a minute. I mean, he's the aggressor. It's weird that he's doing something. Unconscious self is sure, sure. So, so people would, I think, uh, the natural thing would be like to stand up in her defense and say, "Wait a minute, this thing's happening." Where like maybe she doesn't want it. That's true. I just wanted to bring up the counter, the other side. Well, they can both be victims, right? Like, I don't, I don't think it has to be one or the other. Who's who's? (laughs) If they're both victims, then who's the accused? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The the sleepy cockhead. Yeah, I mean, like, but that's like one thing. It's interesting to me that it never went through her mind like, hey, if – well, she didn't think she, – she thought he was awake. That's fine. But it did, she didn't in anywhere in there say, hey, wait a minute. Should I be doing this? You know. I've read that this is a thing before. Yes. This is one of these things that's sort of like – it becomes like a meme on Reddit and it's hard to tell. Like I think three quarters of the reported cases are fake, but there are some that are actually real. What? Explain to me why a guy would fake this. I think it's just a way, like if he's if he wants it and he doesn't know if she if she's asleep already, it's a way for him just to do yeah, it. Yeah, he doesn't have to engage in any foreplay. What did he? <laughs> she say? He started pulling me closer almost forcibly. It definitely caught me off guard, but I was okay with it because I was feeling kind of horny anyway. Like, and then he started taking on. off his pants. Like, come on. That wouldn't work for you, Keith, right? Because you're all about the foreplay, like oh. lighting candles, scented yeah. candles, bath yeah, my, salts. My sleep self would probably be in like hour four of foreplay. And oh, of course, yeah. you'd have like, yeah, you'd be, you'd get the silk pajamas out. <laughs> you totally imagine it. Yeah, play some Nora Jones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay. This guy. Yeah. It, okay. Look, this might be a thing. It just feels super convenient to say this is a thing after you've sort of lazily grabbed someone in the middle of the night I just just, okay. just to dump an orgasm in them. I just don't think that... Did you say jump just to dump an orgasm in them? That is exactly what I said, yes. Wow. So That's what happens here, right? Like she's like, oh, it was two minutes. He said, I'm sorry, baby, because his sleep self is also self-conscious about not lasting very long. Like, come on. I just think that it, like 
okay, I mean, look, people, um, you can never fault people for having too much foresight. I mean, people, humans are not very good at forecasting what's going to happen. But I mean, like, okay, let's say that you convinced your partner that you had this malady that may or may not exist. How many times do you think you could realistically get away with this before she would just start like slapping you awake, quote unquote awake, because the claim is she's, he's already awake. Like, I don't think he get, he maybe could do this five times, three times before she's just gonna be like, come on, cut it out. <laughs> right. I that's, mean, like, a, that's a good point. Like, yeah, because it's such a one-sided selfish engagement. I mean, I could see her being open to it occasionally, but it's just, it's, it's like this thing where like, eventually he's going to do it at the wrong time. And she's going to be like, look, I have to wake up tomorrow morning early or whatever. I'm just not in the mood. I, I, I'm feeling like I, I ate something bad. I have a stomach ache. I, I have diarrhea, whatever it is, right? right There's going right, to be something right. where like, it's not the right move. Yeah. And then, and the thing is that as soon as she does that, that's, that, that's the real monster here is if, if, if he can be, if he can like be slapped awake like that, and then two nights later, just do it again. <laughs> that's sure. That's the real animal. Yeah. Like, okay. My suspicion of what's going on in this particular case is this guy like just felt like quickly having sex. And so he simulates sleep sex and doesn't, yeah, he doesn't want to put the work in. He doesn't want to put the time in to have sex in a, in a, you know, two-sided way. So he's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend to be asleep I'm going to pull her into me and quickly have an orgasm. And then after I'm going to apologize, but blame it on being asleep. That, okay, I but think that's what happened here. Keith, what percentage of the time for you would you say, and, and you could maybe say this from a longer term relationship, you can just either way or, or, or just sort of dating. What percent of the time do you think you sort of do your scented candle uh, move and actually like focus on both people really enjoying it versus just do the moral equivalent of what these guys doing, but not with the sleep part. Like where the, the woman's, you know, like, okay, you know, this is just for Keith this time. Like, is it, would you say that half the time you do that? Where are we? What, sorry. What, where are we in the relationship here? Okay. So that you're going, like, yeah, did I, mean, I you just could, start you know, seeing somebody? Have we, have we been together for a long time? Well, that's why I allowed for that. Like, I mean, maybe you could give the answer for both. Like where you, where you've, you know, you're in the first month versus well, say think, in month I think, 12. I think generally early on in relationships, people are on pretty good behavior. They're, they're pretty attentive to their partner's needs. And then- So you would things, never do this early on? I mean, I don't know if I would say never. I, I would be disinclined to. Okay. And when I say this, I don't mean sexomnia. I just mean- Sure. Like some sort of lazy, some sort of lazy, less, less, uh, less sensitive to the other person's needs. Sexual yeah, I mean, engagement. I think- the people on people might call that a quickie. Although to be fair, like that's what a quickie really is—is is the guy getting a whatever the woman. Might I think enjoy in it. spirit, this is a quickie, right? Like it's a it's a sexual engagement where the man is just like, look, I want a nut, and I am not really that interested in getting you to my level before that happens. Okay, so I want to, I want to, but I want to hear what your uh, what's what's your in a relationship frequency. Well, it's been a while. Um, Too hard I don't to think it's, I don't think it's that often. I, I don't, I think I'm, I think I personally am sort of insecure about receiving sexual pleasure in a, in a selfish way. 
Man, man, straight out of the 1970s. No, this is this is like, yeah, this is like one of the reasons why I don't like blowjobs is that like, I feel like there's this like pleasure asymmetry and it makes me feel sort of insecure. And so- That's not what Ali, Ali said. She had a, she had a different theory on that, you know? Okay, I'm ready. She texted me after the ready? show. Okay. She thought it might, I mean, because Ali is a, one of our most dedicated listeners, our, our female guest <laughs> from last week. Yeah, she does the entire EMV canon. It's true. And she said she thought it might have more to do with your penis size. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm so worried that I'm inflicting damage to my partner's throats. Nice. No, no. <laughs> yeah, but that's clever. That's clever, but no. Okay, so it's not, you're, you're going to say it's, you're going to argue against that. Yes, definitely. I don't think it's that either, to be fair. Um, so, but, well, okay, so the guy in this situation, in this, in this, uh, in this sexomnia situation, but in the situation with a quickie, like how, how would your decision-making work between that and just sort of getting out of bed and just going and beating off? That's probably what you would do, right? You'd be like, ah, I don't want to like do a quickie. In a longer term relationship? Yes. Okay. So if I felt like some compelling pressing need to have an orgasm. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like my argument would be typically like, because I uh, differ from, I think you, but other guys I've talked to about like you know, with a partner, the intensity is going to be higher. So you might sort of go for that. But if the intensity is around the same, then you might be like, look, I'm going to get basically the same experience in the bathroom here, uh, impregnating the uh, shower or whatever. <laughs> and so- It's a bath mat, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you keep yeah. a sleeping bag in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I have one in every room of the house. It's true. It's true. <laughs> um. But that being said, I've read, I mean, I want you to answer, but that being said, I've read uh, women on the sex subreddit complaining bitterly about their about basically catching their boyfriend or husband sneaking away to the bathroom to beat off. <laughs> so it's like, what are you damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Yeah. I mean, I, well, there's a few things tangled up in that, right? Like women often don't like the thought of their man fantasizing about someone else. So especially if they're watching porn, that can get them upset. But yeah, like let's let's assume it's a situation of like yeah, it's the middle of the night, it's three a.m. and like I don't want to wake my partner up, so I I go to the bathroom and I'm just sort of awkwardly, you know, hunched over over the sink, and yeah, I mean that's probably not the greatest thing to walk in on, but in so many ways it's a, in many ways it's a selfless act. Right, that's the point. You're yeah, you're 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 like look, it was this or be a sex somniac. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was this or make up some BS about forgetting to use you as a what? What did Eric call it? A cum dumpster? Oh my lord, that's that's dirty talk. That's dirty yeah. talk. Yeah. Um, okay. And there's but there's like a there's there's one other thing I want to mention, which is that there is an a male. Uh, there's an opposite version of this. Maybe not exactly opposite, but there's a fetish that some men and women have, which is that the man for the man to initiate sex with the woman while she's sleeping. And for her to like, you see this on the sex subreddit. Actually, it's a lot of times it's the girl. Well, it's the there woman. constantly because there's issues of consent, and so it, it gets lots of votes. Uh, I see. Regardless, but but I get the impression that there are women who find this hot, like it's some kind of a violation. A Wait, what is this? In the sentence? Is this is this when the man starts initiating sex with them while they're sleeping, or when the woman or even, initiates or even, the man when he's sleeping? No, the former, or even the man initiates does the act and completes while she's asleep or at least purporting to be asleep. That's the whole not, time. that's another thing that I don't think is possible. Like I'm not a woman. I don't know if, 
I suppose I can like abstractly imagine that it's possible to have a man put his penis inside of me and not wake up, but I doubt it. I strongly well, let's doubt just, it. You think, let's just, using the parts you have, do you think that you could do that if it was your anus being penetrated? No. There was no <laughs> way I would sleep through my anus getting penetrated. You're sure of that? Yes. <laughs> You're going to be like, well, Keith, do you remember 10 years ago? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like the, the, what, Geraldo show reveal? Or was it Geraldo? Or you know, it's the Jerry Springer thing where they like, <laughs> but did you know that, um, yeah, no, I'm positive that I could not have be penetrated anally without waking up. Do you safe, safely scratch that off my list of felonies I might be prosecuted for in the future? You feel the uh, same no, way, I don't, right? Oh, of course, of course. No, I don't. I, I'm, um, there's things that I'll sleep through. I'm like a reasonably heavy sleeper, but no, I mean, if like somebody comes up and starts interacting with me in any sort of place that's not usually touched, I'm going to wake up immediately. And yeah, I just like, yes, the whole thing is a little hard to believe in that sense. The only thing with this exomnia and maybe this so female uh, thing about being penetrated while asleep is maybe it's like sleepwalking. So I, I don't know. I don't think this is totally not a thing. I just think that the parameters around the description of this episode are awfully convenient. Although I think it shows a lack of foresight because, yeah, how often is he going to be able to do that? Yeah, that's true. If he is trying to, you know, Trojan horse, selfish sex, this is is a little ham-fisted. Right. And there's no way, there's no way he's going to get a blow this way. No way he'll do a blow, stick his penis in her mouth without... Oh, I can imagine this. I mean, this guy's such a moron. He could say something like, oh, sometimes when I'm in a sexomnia episode, I'll put my right hand on my left shoulder. And that normally means that I want you to blow me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay, okay. It's like, okay he's like, the, it's like the, uh, the incredible Hulk. He like wakes up and suddenly he's, he's green and he needs lots of anal. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. All right. Let's move on. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I'm going to do this. Uh, this person asking about working out their pussy. So this person says, "Is pussy exercise a kink?" She says, "I'm really into the idea of exercising my pussy. I've done a lot of research into different ways to work out a pussy, like Kegels, pompoir. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? P o m p o i r. Yes." Uh, pomp is push-ups in French, but pompoir, I don't know. Is, is that but like push, a combination of push pomp and noir? It's like, it's like night, night pushes? But, well, push-ups. Uh, okay, black, sorry. Black we're push-ups, getting, we're I don't know. distracted into the, yeah. uh, the origins of this word. Certain exercises and equipment like Kegel balls. I've done it all, and I think it might be a kink for me. I'm very turned on by the idea of working out my pussy, having the strongest pussy that's able to do all kinds of things. Oh, she should move to Thailand. And the idea of someone telling me to work it out and make my pussy strong and tight and wet for them. I do these kinds of exercises all the time and fantasize about someone telling me to do them and making me and enjoying it afterwards. Is this a kink? This sounds like a cam girl trying to get men to direct message her so she can tell them what show to go watch. Huh. It, this does feel a little... There's, 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 some, there's some whiffs of... Uh, being being misled here so okay well first off let's talk about value though yeah let's talk about like pussy tightness and whether that can be materially affected by doing exercises i do know that you know in certain communities in la there are i think there are even classes you can go to that 
people especially do after they've had a child. And uh, they can also get reconstruction surgery, but that's that's sort of a separate thing. We're talking about in, internal tightness. Uh, does do those work? Do you have? I mean, I don't think either of us have any personal experience with this. No, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like you, we, I mean, you could of course have like some actual damage, like from pregnancy or something that like oh, sure. separates the muscles or somehow like makes it. Yeah, sort yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but but uh, like that would have. I mean, I think that my impression is that like the bigger impact that has is like it makes you incontinent, which of course might be good for some guys because then you'd start squirting because you can't stop peeing. But I think that's like a much bigger. Pro, like you know, if you're talking about practical problems, like it's the same musculature, right? I mean, you can't the muscle that you use for a man, even when you uh, shoot your load, is literally the same muscle you use to stop peeing, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, like, so that's sort of a problem. If that muscle gets messed up, that's the tightening muscle. You're gonna, you're not gonna. Well, you're gonna be incontinent. Um, so I'm sure. Yeah. So the point is, like, can you can you like can a woman who's incontinent improve it through exercises? Yeah, I think the answer is yes. So there's like something you can do there, right? Does it materially change the way it feels for her partner? I don't know. I mean, it seems unlikely that it would do that much because it's like, look, their bodies are designed to allow a baby to pass out of there, and like, if something got that tight, I mean, yeah, it would just be it would make it even worse. It'd be you know harder to do that. So like there's some limit I think on the amount of tightness possible. Um, that feels that feels right. Although is it vaginosis is that when people are so tight often because they've had maybe some sort of trauma and then there's like yeah Vagin- you can vaginismus. Okay, you can buy dilators to like slowly over time redilate your vaginal canal. Uh, but that's, that's, I think that has to do with like, uh, where they can't, they can't relax. Right. Well, but that's the muscles being constricted. So if the muscle's bigger because you've been working it out, right. Like, aren't these things like at least in the same neighborhood? No, it's a, it's an interesting point actually. Like you say, like people would say, oh, well you, it's like, it's what's going on here. I think is like the, um, in both, in both situations, the, um, prescriptions that are being, being given to women are to make them, you know, they're trying to be gentle with the woman and make them feel better. So it's like on the one case, you say, oh, you have this problem because you're really stressed out. And so you're really tight. You're clenching your muscles. Okay. But then on the other side, you'll have a woman who's like, hey, I want to be tighter. And they'll be like, ah, oh, sorry, there's nothing you can do. And it's like, well, wait a minute. You just told that other woman that there was something she was doing that made her so tight that you couldn't put anything in there. And so there's obviously some something wrong with those. Those, those two things can't both be true, right? Right. I don't know. I bet all of this kind of stuff is actually mostly bunk science. Like, I believe I believe that people can get very nervous because of previous trauma and not really be able to relax enough to have sex. But moving, like making a making yourself materially tighter by doing workouts, I I, I bet that's not a thing. Well, there might be something where you move. You shift the, the the control of the muscles from the subconscious to the conscious, so like you start, yeah, you gain more control, and that allows you to be tighter. Um, but yeah, in terms of like, can you actually like build up the muscles like Arnold Schwarzenegger? That seems like a little more suspect, right? Yeah, I like how much, how tight, how how, how powerful can and those muscles are probably pretty strong to begin with. 
Um, but there's, you know, I don't, I don't think it's like a, a man's biceps or something. I mean, an interesting question would be, you know, there are those famously there are those like female wrestlers that took steroids, and you'll see they have like a really huge clit because it like starts to become more penis-like. Yeah, I and, wonder if like everything is swollen down there. Well, I was just thinking it would enable them to gain more muscle mass, right? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that might make some impact. I, I don't know. I mean, are men's anuses stronger than women's anuses? Just because, you know, men are bigger and stronger. I'm sure they are. I mean, I, I think like most men's muscles are, you know, whatever, 30% stronger than than women's ones on average. I'm sure this has not been researched though. I mean, you'd have to like stick something up there that like has some sort of meter to check how much force you're generating by constricting. Yeah. Be t- it'd be tough. Tough to get volunteers for that study. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. This one. Well, Okay. I, she's a 16-year-old female, feel sexually attracted to older men, and it makes me feel ashamed of myself. I fully understand that it's wrong on so many levels, but I can't do anything about it. I'm sexually attracted to men who are two to three decades older than I am. Girls my age talk about TikTok boys and South Korean boy bands, but I can't stop fantasizing of older men. For example, my neighbor, teacher, etc. I don't know how to get rid of this attraction. Please help me. Jeez. Yeah, it gets a little darker after that. I'm going to skip that. Uh, so setting aside that she's 16, let's say this person's 22. She likes men in her, their mid-50s. What are the limits on that? Isn't it double plus seven or so, half half your age plus seven? Isn't yes. That the official that's, that's the uh, – well, that's supposedly if you're, if you're dating somebody who's less than half your age minus seven, that's uh, not acceptable. So, but why? Okay. Obviously, younger men don't feel this way, right? So like 22-year-old men are almost never attracted to women in their 50s um, or their 40s or really even their 30s. That's right. Um, And so like, what are the limits for women? So my guess is like, there's something about older men seeming like more experienced and more capable that is attractive to her. But at what point does their decreased sexual currency overwhelm those increases in, in capability? Like, is it 55? Is it 60? It's, like, is it possible for an 80-year-old man to be attractive to a woman that young? I think it is. You'd have to ask Anna Nicole Smith, famously uh, married a Ninety-year-old or something. I mean, obviously that was more financially motivated, or at least appeared to be. Um, I mean, do, this is like I'm not a, you know, it's not I'm not a psychiatrist or someone who studies these things. But my general impression is that like this kind of typical this this sort of like uh, going being interested in older guys frequently relates to something that happened to the young woman in her life that like makes relationships more difficult or something, maybe some sort of trauma or abuse or something. I mean, that's that's often my impression of that. And I mean, like just as a really basic matter, like if you assume that a large proportion, not everybody, but a large proportion of women are interested in sort of settling down with a guy and having a family and stuff like that, like it's much more challenging if the guy, if you're just starting off with a 25 or 30 year age gap, right? I mean, it's just not, it's obviously going to make that harder. And so there must be something that overcomes that or something that makes actually the impossibility of that compelling. Why would sexual trauma from an older man make you later attracted to other older men? 
Well, it doesn't, I, I just yeah, said I just saw trauma generally. I have no idea what. It's just my my impression from you know many different conversations and and sort of with women as well as finding out about women uh, from other men that are that have this sort of type of proclivity. I get the impression that there's there's usually something behind it. Like there's some reason of why. The main thing that I've experienced is that like or that I've thought about this is that like it seems to like repress or suppress like the 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 more like nurturing instincts that the woman has. And so then they like maybe become a little more pleasure seeking, a little more like a man. Like it's just harder. Like they just aren't yeah, maybe maybe like the maybe like the nurturing aspect of women is a little bit of a higher functioning in their brain that just gets harder to do when you've had various difficult experiences. That that's just been like a thought I've I've had before about it. That's interesting. I wonder if 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 men and boys who get sexually abused prefer older women. I wonder if yeah. Who knows? That's not yeah, I mean the, well the thing about that is that it's a like, much smaller sample size and it's sort of most abuse, most sexual abuse of a boy is going to be by a man, right? And so then it's like, That's well, what does true. that do? Does it make you more inclined <sighs> yeah. to be like bisexual? Or I mean, it's it's really unclear to me what that would do. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, male, I, in some ways, I think male sexual behavior is just sort of simpler than female, right? It's like men are just trying to have sex, whereas women are trying to do this sort of complicated thing of both enjoy themselves and have sex, but also like try to build something, right? They're trying to like, in, in most cases, not in all cases, but in most cases, there's like this kind of hope for a relationship uh, that lasts a long time or longer time. And like, that's just more complicated, right? And so it's like, it's easier for me to see how like some, something disruptive that happens in your life basically makes it hard to do that complicated thing. Whereas the thing a guy is trying to do is so simple. It's like, you know, it's just a little hard to disrupt it. I mean, it's like, yeah, he's still just going to want to have sex. Although, yeah, maybe, maybe a man would have difficulty performing or intimacy or whatever that might be. He might just be kind of asexual or something. I don't know. Right, right. Okay, let's move on to something more fun. Uh, yeah. This person says, my girlfriend's scent is turning me off. I've dated this amazing gal for a, f- a few years. Sweet, compassionate, overall genuine gal. Uh-oh, it's just f- foreshadowing already. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> terrible. We, we, we took a break for a while and got back together. During our time dating previously, the sex was amazing and intimate. I am a very intimate individual, and so is she. However, since we got back together, her scent has changed drastically. It never smelt a quote unquote off before in those past years. I know vaginas are self-cleaning, so I didn't put much thought into it. Fast forward almost a year and it still smells off. So they've oh, been no. back, they were apart for a while and now they've been back together for a year. Yeah. I, I got a theory here. Capitalized a year. Okay. I told her about it in the most kind and caring way possible, knowing it could, it could possibly be BV or a yeast infection. What's What's BV? It's bacterial something, Bad, bacterial vaginosis or something. All right. Yeah. So she went to the OB-GYN and had a thorough testing done. Everything came back normal. So I'm a bit confused. I'm so turned off by the smell. I don't want to have sex anymore. I love giving oral and love being intimate. This guy loves the word intimate. And I know she does too, but I'm so turned off and dry heave at the smell. I don't know what to do at this point. (laughs) How could it suddenly change from sweet for years to unbearable? Feel bad even boasting this. All right. What's the uh, diagnosis, Dr. Mike? Well, I I mean, like it's, I mean, keep in mind that like he's already basically, I mean, what's he's, he's asking on Reddit. It's like, you look, you already went to a doctor. You already said to her this like pretty difficult thing to say. You're like, hey, uh, smell nasty. Um, she went and, you know, they, they tried and like, 
you know, presumably did some cultures or whatever. The thing that I'm thinking, the thing that I'm thinking is that uh, she's having sex with another man. Would that, how would that yeah, affect definitely. the scent? Well, because you're, because, because like when you jam and jam semen in there, like it changes the pH. That's what I'm thinking. Oh boy. Yeah. And so it's just like, yeah, there's this ongoing thing. Uh, and it's like, oh, why did it start? I don't know. Why did it start when we were on a break? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. I didn't go there at all. Like I, I mean, it could just be some sort of like natural fluctuation of hormones or something like that. But yeah, like, yeah, of course you need more information. Maybe they went on a trip to somewhere where there can't possibly have been the other guy. Maybe she started escorting on the side. It could be. I was thinking about this the other day. There are differences in the way that people taste, but I don't think I can remember any specifics about any of my partners. Like, you know, when I, when I taste a new person, I might be like, oh yeah, this is different. But I like naming actual specifics is sort of tricky. So maybe there actually isn't that much difference. I don't think there's that much difference. Although I have to say that the word, the use of the word, I, I prefer the word smell to taste. It's like, oh man, is there really a taste? It's mostly a smell, I think. Although those are mixed. Sort is of. there a word in English for, yeah, the combined taste and smell, the the eminence? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I dated a girl once who, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm doing this. Uh, she had a dog and uh, I was oh, pretty no. sure that the, that the sort of strange odor was her dog, but uh, she came over to my house once and yeah, long story short, it wasn't the dog. So it was, you're saying that it was like pervading the house. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And like, gosh, I mean, this is okay. Sometimes when I know how somebody, you want me, you want me to use the word smell, but when I know how somebody smells. Yeah. Taste is too, too, it's too rough, man. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. When, when they're turned on, I can sometimes detect it. Olfactorily. Yeah. Even with their clothes on? Yes. Interesting. Uh, and so, yeah, maybe, maybe it was this case that this person was always so turned on. But yeah, I mean, I don't remember if it like always bothered me. It's just, yeah, I was trying to figure out what it was and I just assumed that it was her dog, but it wasn't. Telling women that you can smell them like that is just a nightmare for women. Like that's no, not. I would never bring this up with with a person. It would make them insanely insecure. You're telling them the world here. I mean, like this is the kind of thing where if a woman, oh, I mean, it this could be anyone with a dog. No, 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 no. I'm not saying the dog thing. I'm saying like the notion that like, uh, okay, oh, yeah. well, let me let me let me dig into this a little bit. So if you're at a bar with a woman, just like I talking about to this, her, yeah, yeah, let's get into this. Go ahead. Can, do you think you can smell it, like the, her arousal? It's tricky because, you know, some of it could be almost like wishful thinking and I'm, and I'm hoping <laughs> to, I'm hoping to smell it. Right. And these things can be subtle. You know, I don't know, I don't know how many like smell parts per million I need for my nose to be able to detect it, but I would, I would say yes, yes. I think I can or have a non-zero number of times in the past been able to like pick up in a bar when my partner is aroused. When your partner, so it was somebody that you were with, not 
Yes. Like no, a- I don't think I can notice this on a random third person. Huh? Like you have to be like sensitized to the particulars. I would think that it would have to be something like it got on her hand or something, but it couldn't just be that actually wafting up from her. Cr- I guess if she's wearing a it, skirt, the, the, the snail trail, the, the odor, <laughs> right? The odor. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's possible. I can't. Yeah. I, I don't uh, know if I'm yeah. that finely tuned. Maybe they have like a wedgie that they adjust and then it sort of. Well, it's, this is interesting to me because ordinarily, like this is an area where I always feel like men are at a disadvantage, which is like this, you know, it's like, a, uh, if you were in, if you were naked and you went into a situation where there were a bunch of very attractive naked women, like you would immediately, presumably, a young enough man would get an erection immediately. Probably all men would. Yes. Now that's sort of a disadvantage because there's this visual clue. It's kind of embarrassing. Like they have something over on you. Uh, well, you've set up a preposterous situation here, but yes, there are there are times when like a man's arousal is obvious, and it's not totally. I mean, for example, I was at a beach in. Uh, the south of France, and there was mm. rough life, like top topless, uh, topless beach, uh, like they mm. all are there. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, like the people with their tops off are women that you don't want to see with their tops off. But there was a couple of girls there that you would want to see. Women. That's the, uh, sorry, yes, they were they were over eighteen. They're probably twenty two. <laughs> sorry, that's, that's right. Um, go ahead. Yeah, uh, using the word girl colloquially. Right. Um, so yeah, and I mean, like you know, that's the kind of situation where like you might pop a boner, as it is, as as, as it were, uh, and that might be embarrassing. So, but it, and it is a realistic situation. You also and there's have- no there's no analogy for women unless this what is I'm the saying, thing. right? Yeah, like yeah, like you're wondering if there's like what you're saying is actually much worse because it's like at least if you're wearing whatever something covering your 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 pelvis as a man, yeah, you're not polluting the air. Well, you're not like. Look, I mean, like, there's this meme in, in, that people have of guys like pin, pitching a tent. That's not really right because you can direct your penis down your leg, like to the side. There are things up in your waistband. I mean, there are things you can do where it's not going to be visible. But yeah, I mean, if there's an odor that you're outputting, I mean, my goodness, like that's actually. Well, I mean, I guess that could be. You could wear perfume. That's sort of your only choice, right? I don't think there's anything for anyone to worry about here. I, I, by the way, I think it would- oh, I want them to worry. Yeah. I think it would be detectable through perfume. It's such a unique, unusual scent, right? Like it's not okay. So for starters, I, I mean, obviously we agree there is a scent, right? Like so, like if you were to go into, you know, a room where two people had just had sex, like it's just it's obvious. There's an odor, and it's you know, there some could of it be, is, there could be, yes. Okay, there may not be. Yeah, there is gonna if look if this is like not a covid safe room right like there's not much ventilation like there's gonna be i just haven't done it enough times to to know to be honest but i believe you some some x out of 10 chances where like x is between six and nine right like it's it's it's, um all right so then um yeah so then you start like walking it back like well you know like slowly the room is getting saturated with 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 scent by something and uh yeah, like can that happen like out in the wild when clothed and 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 so forth? I think the answer is yeah, kind of sometimes. It's it's a little bit unusual, like the conditions need to be right, you know, that the humidity and the airflow and that, and that kind of stuff, but generally I think it's occasionally detectable when somebody I know is aroused near me. Do you, do you think that so when you say that there it would be detectable in a room, you you the it is the female scent. Mm-hmm. 
So that yes. so that means that if two men say there was no anal involved, uh-huh. but there was two men either giving each other hand jobs or blow jobs or whatever, having gay sex, but not anal, because that is a whole separate ball of wax there, you think that would be undetectable then? Like if you walked into a room, if I gave you three rooms, like small rooms that were not well ventilated, and one, two gay guys gave each other blows for like an hour, you know, 30 minutes ago, you would not be able to tell me which room that happened in. <laughs> okay. Is it reasonably temperature controlled? Sure. Right? I mean, so, like, I mean are, the, are the men sweating? Oh, come on. I mean, no, we're, we're looking for sexual sense. Okay, we're talking, sexual. yeah, we're talking about like a uh, scent right. coming from below the waist. Okay. In all three rooms, there was a man who did some push ups. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're, we're 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 removing, we're controlling for for body odor. And I'll um, even give you one more, like so. It's not. Let's let's say because I think the answer is going to be no if it's like purely internal, meaning if like a guy gets a blow and there's no semen leakage. But let's say there is. Let's say some semen winds up, you know, somewhere in the room. Do you think you could smell that? The semen. Yeah. <sighs> Like if the, really if the blow like, is like a hermetically I, I sealed. Really, look, we've been through this. I don't like semen. So I don't, I haven't experienced, like, okay, when I orgasm, I want the semen gone. Like, I don't want, I, I, I don't want it in sight, right? So like when I masturbate by myself, I use paper towels and then I discard them. Like, I don't keep them around and like let the scent like fill the room. Um, so I don't, I think... The reason why I mention this is I think I know less about how semen smells than like the average bear. And so So you just your answer is you don't know. My answer is I don't know with a with intuition toward no, I don't think it's it smells that much. And and like just to like specifically address like your situation. Like if you had a room where like there's two men having oral, a man and a woman having oral, and two women having oral, I think the 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 room with one woman will smell stronger than the one with two men. And the one and the room with two women will smell stronger still than the one with one woman. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. No, do you I disagree? Mean, I mean I, that, that, like on the face, that sounds like weirdly I don't, I don't know if anti-feminist is the word, but it sounds like sort of shaming or something. But I I think that's I, I think that I think that women give off more down there odor when aroused than, than oh, men no. do. It's it's completely logical why that would be. I mean, for obvious reasons, right? Like assuming that everybody's clean. I mean, like if, but yeah, I mean, in the reason, the obvious reason is that the woman is producing the lubrication, not the guy. And that's right. what you're smelling. So it's like, right. well, there. So the only thing that gives me a doubt that I just genuinely don't know is like, you know, yeah, let's say the guy, you know, ejaculated into a towel and then put the towel on the ground. Like, would that smell? You know, say an hour later or half an hour later, in a characteristic enough way that that would sort of be equivalent. I actually, and I actually don't know the answer either. I don't think it's equivalent. I think, I mean, look, it smells a little bit like chlorine or something, right? Yeah, bleach. Okay. Yeah, phew. Uh, good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it smells a little. Yeah, but I think it's. Wait, why did you say phew? You're you you're you're feeling better about how yours smells, or you're saying well, like what you... if what if it wasn't? What if you were like chlorine? No, it's supposed to smell like mustard or i don't know like some other completely different thing like i don't know kind of cool uh yeah but of course but but in most the thing about it is that in many in many situations the semen is like caught in something whether it's a condom a vagina mouth and so it's like you're then i think you actually have very little an anus very little scent left behind by the guy hold on though i mean if it's if it's spread out so that it covers a lot of surface area it could like evaporate more quickly and fill the airspace around it more quickly. That's true. That's true. But it would, it would have to be like 
sprayed all over the place, which I've, although in porn, like you, I see a surprising number of porns where like the, the semen's just sprayed all over the room and you're like, I don't even know what, is that considered good? I don't know. It needs to be local to your nose. So like if you're with a woman and you jerk off on her chest and then, you know, I don't know, she performatively sort of like rubs it over her chest and stomach, right? So there's like a, you know, two square foot area of a thin layer of semen that would evaporate quickly enough that you can imagine it filling the airspace around. Yes. And it would, I bet it would have an odor. Of course, importantly, I don't think there's any man who wants that. Because importantly, once the man ejaculates, he wants that stuff gone, and he's, it's not the woman needs to know that it's not hot anymore. It's just yeah, kind of. I think I think in like the immediate moment after, it's like mildly attractive, but then like, but then like very shortly after that, it's like, ugh. it's so like quick. I, I don't really want to touch her because now like yeah. I'm getting like my stickiness on myself, and that's just not a thing not that I want. want. Okay, yeah. let's wrap up with this conversation about. <laughs> This person says, "Serious. What led to the most intense orgasm of your life?" And uh, then there's this big warning about what the serious tag means. Um, but I mean, there's so many. So this had twenty five thousand upvotes. Wow, I missed that. One. Lots of responses. Um, so I. So yeah, let's just let's just go through a few of them because they're sort of amusing. Okay, so this guy says, "Ex girlfriend blew me, and after I came, she gently kept sucking." I had what I can only describe as multiple orgasms. I don't think I actually ejaculated anything, but the sensation was the same, but more powerful each time. I had to stop her because I was about to pass out. She'd done that in the past and she did it after, but that one time was the only time that happened. It was the most pleasure I've ever felt. I don't, I can't relate to this. That has not happened to me. I don't like, like when I'm done with my orgasm, I don't really want someone's still messing around down there. Yeah, I know. I mean, the the only way it's the only emotion I have about that is it's a little bit of like a BDSM thing where you're like, they're doing this thing that no one wants. And so it's like, you're sort of abusing them by making the, you know, it, that I can sort of see a little, but there's no sexual component. It's just purely like being mean to a person. Like I mean, this guy describes it as his best ever orgasm experience, which, you know. It sounds, honestly, that sounds like a kid who doesn't know what he's talking about or something. Okay, the Next. almost passed out part. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not believing that either. Okay, that had twenty five thousand upvotes. This one has nineteen thousand upvotes. This is a short and sweet. Few months of not doing anything sexual. That one moment was so satisfying. So let's say you go four months without having an orgasm. I I, I can't imagine like what my life experience would be like in that state. But okay, all right. Yeah. So I'm now having an orgasm. I I I masturbated for seven seconds. That's how long it took. <laughs> and I don't know if it would, uh, would that be, I, I don't, it would be satisfying to like <laughs> have it be done, but I'm not sure it would be like materially that much more intense than, than some other thing. I don't know. What's your intuition there? Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I, I just don't know that that, I mean, look, if you do it too often, there's something like whether the hormones get all used up or whatever, I'm not sure, but it definitely does not feel as good. Four months versus four days, I'm not sure that makes much of a difference. And the other thing I would say, the other thing I've had as an experience is like when you wait more than a certain amount of time, I, I've had this experience where it's like the actual quantity of semen that's built up actually makes it kind of uncomfortable to come a little bit. Like it's like there's just your your body's like, look, I got to get all this out. And it right. like it's 
it's a little bit like throwing up or something. You're like, oh, yeah, I agree too. Yeah, there's like too much. Yeah, I think you like asymptotically approach some maximum. And after yes. and the between four days and four months, you go from like 98% to 99.5, but it's not, you know, that's like a tiny well, difference. But importantly, but importantly, I think like the quality of the experience might be maximized at like two days or something. Like, and when you get to yes. a week, like it actually goes down because it's I like, you're, I agree. I don't know. No, um, that's yeah. my, my intuition is exactly the same. Okay. This person says, had a lot of sexual tension. This one has 15,000 upvotes. Had a lot of sexual tension with this girl for a while. Finally, we hooked up and had great sex. I finished once and we kept on going, just got better and better until boom, finished again. I don't, whatever. Anyway, I blacked out and came to about 20 seconds later, pissing blood out of both nostrils. (laughs) She was panicking, thinking she'd literally shagged me to death. After I told her I was okay and we got some tissues, she said it was actually kind of hot. She'd never physically fucked a guy's brains out before. (laughs) Um, This is a man who uses cocaine. Yeah, the, the number one response is bad for the mood, good for the ego. Um, yeah. And then somebody says way more than fucking the shit out of somebody. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I bet he has, for whatever reason, Mike, it doesn't have to be cocaine, compromised nasal um, tissue. Right. And uh, for some reason, he was able to finally hook up and just keep going and going. That that you know that that could be cocaine, but it, you know, Mike, that could be anything. That would um, t- if, if there was <laughs> activities that I could do that would pop blood vessels, sort of in my head like that. I'd be really nervous. I'd want to like change my lifestyle a little to not have that be possible. Like it almost yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah. that guy just outed himself. Okay, let's see here. Uh, this person says thirteen thousand upvotes. Got tied up, blindfolded, edged, and then she carried on riding after. I came for like five minutes. I'm pretty certain I was dead for part of the post-orgasm ride, but fuck me, did it feel incredible? Yeah, how come all these guys want? <sighs> all, the, that, the common theme here is they all the want. First four? Yeah, they all want stimulation after the orgasm, which is no, not. Thank you. Were these written by women? Were they written by like twelve-year-olds? Like I don't understand. It's just obviously wrong. Like it's, it doesn't ring true at all. Like I don't. I don't think I've ever met a man who was like, oh yeah, I just love. Is this I like love that revealing? post-orgasm rubbing? Is this revealing or emasculating to say? Like, I don't think I could be ridden for five minutes after having an orgasm. Right. It would get soft. I mean, unless unless you were sort of ready to go again. Like, that could happen. But like, uh, yeah, I mean, nor in, the, in many cases, like, it just, yeah, it wouldn't be any fun because like it would get soft and then it would get kind of like crunched. Right. Yeah. I don't... All right, let's 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 do another one here. Uh, this one has eleven thousand upvotes. I haven't read this one, so we're, so we're doing this one blind. Right before college, I hadn't come in around ten days due to a summer trip with friends sharing the same sleeping area. I got back to my place and instantly fell asleep, dead tired. When I woke up in the morning, my hands, feet were warm and tingly. I sort of stretched out in bed like oh, a Jesus. cat and got a sudden, very extreme pang of pleasure from deep inside me. Instinctively, I knew I was going to come. I mean, it's not like a strong instinct like anyone could tell when they're gonna come it was like that moment after passing the point of no return but it just went on forever it felt like minutes eventually my whole body was pulsing in rhythm with my heart and alternating between hot and cold it felt much more like what a female orgasm is described as with the slow buildup and afterglow it was different than any orgasm i've had before since even different than a prostate orgasm it was like when stretching i somehow accidentally activated the orgasm nerve hmm yeah, I mean, these are all like kind of weird uh, people who sound like they're yeah, they're they're doing little uh, party tricks to their body. I think the normal answer to this is just 
the normal answer to this is like, yeah, I mean, like it or not, it's like women have better and better experiences as they get to know a guy better and better. And like the truth is the guy's best orgasm probably is the first one with a new partner. Like that's probably like actually the truth here is like, is like, yeah, like when, you know, that's one reason why guys like to sleep around is that yeah. they like yeah, increase that intensity. Peak orgasm intensity is something around there. Yeah. And it makes sense because like, it's like, if you think about like evolutionary strategies, like it makes sense that your brain would reward you for like basically impregnating or trying to impregnate a new woman. Like that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, and so that also partly I think explains why if you hold off for a period of time and then go back to the same woman, it's better because your brain's stupid. <laughs> it's yeah. Maybe a new woman. The, the cash is only so deep. Yeah. Okay. I'll read. I'm going to read one more here, maybe two. All right. This one has 11,000 upvotes. I was on my first date with my dream girl. We went to see the mummy with Brendan Fraser and sat up in the corner. Have you seen that movie? No. It's not great. We When we sat down, uh, but this that dates this. This was like in the late 90s. When we sat down and pulled the middle armrest up, she pulled a blanket out of her purse and covered it, grabbed my hand and pulled it right on her and put it right on her special place where I discovered she had hiked up her skirt. All right. So this woman brought a blanket in her purse to the movie theater. She had, she had a plan. Right. After she finished, she thanked me, kissed me deeply a few times while gently working her hand into my pants. This feels like literotica. Needless to say, about the uh, time, uh, needless to say, about the time Im- Imhotep, which is in the, the mummy movie, was fully powered up, I had a mind-blowing orgasm. But she didn't stop. She whispered in my ear, I can feel you throbbing and squeeze gently. I went again. I didn't know it was possible. I really miss her. I wish teenage me wasn't such a jealous and no self-esteem asshole. Oh, this is really blown this this mummy hand job into a well it was a double hand job don't forget yeah yeah that doesn't sound yeah whatever it was it was that it was uh taboo and probably that was the first orgasm he had with her right well i mean it's also yeah it's that and it's also exciting that like i mean like yeah i mean i think it, i think women can get a lot of mileage out of like appearing super interested in sex. So like the fact that she brought a blanket, the fact that she was like, here, I'm going to take charge, I think often kind of turns guys on because it's like a reversal of roles or whatever. That makes sense to me. Yeah. He's liberated to enjoy it. This person says heroin just makes everything feel like the best feeling ever to the point of even laying under a blanket is like mind-lumbingly amazing. Here we go. Forgot to mention that it also basically ruins your life the first time you take it. So I don't recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, there's there's a definitely like this entire Reddit thread has some hints of drug use in it, in my opinion. Yeah. 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 All right. Last one. Blowjob. While she had this little prostate vibrator in my butt, it was like I had a stroke. I could hardly move the right side of my body and my vision went derpy. I was only able to lay there for a while. I imagine that's what heroin feels like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I have not uh, had a prostate orgasm, so I don't know. How does a, pr- a prostate vibrator work? It, it somehow is curved in a way or something? I just think it's basically like a little penis that jams up there. But it's going to be like, I think the key difference is that like, because you're not interested in girth, you're just trying to get up there and like stimulate a particular spot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really, uh, you know, the part you need to ram up, uh, sorry, insert through the anus. <laughs> it's pretty narrow, right? It's not going to be, it's going to be something that's fairly easy to, to insert, not, not, you know, I mean, obviously a typical one, a vibrator a woman would use is going to be kind of penis diameter, which is rough for a guy. I mean, you know, it's not maybe what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, 
I think we've gone through enough weird best orgasm experiences. Definitely. All right. That'll do it for episode 23 of Your Mileage May Vary. We'd love some feedback. We'll pay you $15 if you give us any. So hit us up at ymmvpod at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate the listens and support, and we look forward to having you back for our next episode.